Yep, yep. I'm your host, Armani Liddell, and you've got the right number. So go ahead, get comfortable, prop me up, because we're about to get straight to it. up the phone this is the right number podcast and here we simply are just journeying life in search of peace purpose and a strong mental state as a young adult there is so much pressure on us as we go through so many beautiful and not so beautiful things in life here we basically just touch on the importance of self-analyzing reflection and correction through relatable dialogue i am your host armani liddell a 22 year old college graduate a mental health advocate, and of most importantly, a follower of Christ. And I just want to thank y'all so much for tuning in today. If you are new, again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you all for picking up the phone. And if you are not new, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all already know to drop the mental health checks. But if you are new, go ahead and click that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. If not, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at trmpod. And yeah, so first thing we like to do here is just a mental health check. And um, basically on a scale of 1 to 10, you rate your day, just how you're doing today. And if you're on YouTube, go ahead and drop it in the comments. If you're on, if you're listening on a podcast app, you can definitely drop your um, mental health checks on the Instagram page on the recent post. And I would love to hear about you guys today. So me, I would say I'm at a good like 9.5. I have a slight headache, but... Um, I'm not I'm not gonna let it shake me too much. It's only gonna give me like a 0.5 deduction. That's it. But it was a pretty smooth day. I got my nails and toes done. I got to watch a movie with my dad. Um, I really just been chilling. Honestly, I feel like God has been. He's isolated me. And at first, I was kind of like contemplating, like, is it God isolating me or is it the enemy trying to like steer me away? But I definitely feel like it's God. Um, He just want me to be quiet right now, and I listen. So (laughs) I've been in my quiet mood, but I'm so happy to be able to share these loathsome of words with you guys. I'm very excited for today's episode. Um, Before we do get started, I do want to give y'all just a couple updates. Um, So I am in the moving process, y'all. I am finally moving back to Georgia. Um, I did get approved for my apartment, so I will be moving in pretty soon. And this will be the last week of podcasting for a little minute. I ho- I'm hoping it's not too long. Hopefully it's under a month. But um, this will be the last one for just a little bit. Give me time to like move in, get my furniture together, get my equipment together. Like let me, let me, give me some time. <laughs> give me some time. But I definitely just want to let you guys know how much I appreciate you guys, how much I love you guys. And I'm just very, very very excited for this new venture in life and I can't wait to show you guys everything and if you're looking on the YouTube page or if you're viewing on the YouTube page I definitely think I'm going to try to put out like maybe a vlog or some type of something because I want to be more intimate with you guys outside of the podcast to kind of show y'all my human um so I would definitely be doing like little reels vlogs and stuff like that so definitely you want to tune in on the podcast I mean on the on on the social media pages, that's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of that. There's some more exciting news. Like, God has really been blessing me, just blessings after blessings after blessings. But I'm going to wait to drop that. And I'm going to drop, like, a little, um, like, a dump 
and I want to put just like a bunch of accomplishments in my dump and so you're gonna have to wait you have to wait we're going to go ahead and get into our next segment, which is formerly known as what I learned this week. But I'm I'm changing the name. I want it to be um, my recent reflections. So this is segment two, my recent reflections. And what I've been reflecting on and just meditating on is the concept of everything that we do in life as humans is motivated through fear or love. And I've been reading this in the book. I've been reading Conversations with God, but I've also been getting this from a lot of different sermons I've been watching as well. So I was just like, there's no other, it's no other topic really to talk about right now because I literally like it's constant. It's constant. So um, the concept of fear or love motives. So, and that can be with relationships, that can be with friendships, um, decisions we're making, business ventures politics, behavior, literally everything that we do is motivated by fear or love. Honestly, what I've been like, what I've just been getting is that we've literally been so domesticated into living out of fear. And rather that's like fear of love, fear of heartbreak, fear of the unknown, fear of rejection, fear of loss, fear of being broke, fear of losing, fear of being taken advantage of. Fear of not fulfilling your dreams. And I kind of spoke on that on the last episode with like the procrastination that kind of leads us to procrastinate. But like, honestly, the fear of not being perfect, the fear of dying. So we spend a lot of time protecting ourselves. But really, what is really ultimately doing is rejecting ourselves from love. And it's also rejecting ourselves from giving love. Before we get started into the topic, I want to go ahead and get into our segment three, which is a word from the bird. And basically, it's this video that I've seen online. Pastor John Gray, if I'm not mistaken, he did. It was like a little snippet I seen on Instagram. But I seen this a while ago, and it literally really, really resonated with my soul. So I'm going to insert the clip. And it's like a small little clip. I'm going to insert that so you guys can hear it. And then I'm going to go ahead and jump into the discussion. Love is not a feeling. We're watching too many movies. something that's not love because let me tell you love is what you do in spite of what you feel love is fighting for the good of someone else even if they never see the value or the sacrifice that you did to get love to them love is what jesus did on that cross and love didn't feel good he wasn't on the cross about man this is so refreshing man when they put that nail in there boy, oh man love sometimes hurts we don't understand the depth of the love that we are recipients of because in our minds we can't really comprehend the level of pursuit it took to get to us. So um, after that, I realized that um, society, the enemy, I know I like to use those interchangeably, but they basically made us, made love for us so selfish. And I don't like that. And I don't. I'm not a love coach. I'm not a love guru, but I do know that love, like like in the video, love is not simply a feeling. And honestly, if we refer back to what love is biblically, love is kind, love is patient, love is self-control, love is faithfulness, love is respect, love is gentle, love is literally, if we're going to go into what love is and ultimately and truthfully, love is God. So 
whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is where you're lacking that love, whether it is your romantic or platonic relationship, whether it's family, whether it's business, rather it's something that you're trying to do, whether it's something you're trying to start from the ground, rather it's you going to school. If God isn't in it, if love isn't in it, then it's literally not going to work. So I'm going to dig into what is fear and what is love? So within the book that I'm reading, which again, this conversations with God, he listed, the author listed a bunch of different character traits or a bunch of different actions that stem from fear and stem from love. I'm not going to name them all, but I am going to give you guys a few and then kind of give you guys like a in-depth of my opinions on them, if that makes sense. So first thing, fear closes down. And for me, when I saw that, I was seeing guarded. I was seeing fear it doesn't open up it's scared to open up about who you really are and when you can't confess the truth you cannot be the truth and love is truthful and therefore if you can't live in your truth you would never be fulfilled with your life you would never be able to be like okay I'm happy like I I know this is my purpose God told me this is it or I have such great passion for this like if you don't really know who you are if you're so guarded and you are guarding, honestly, you're guarding yourself from yourself. You're guarding yourself from God. So if you do that, you will never be able to really enjoy the fulfillment of life because you don't even know who you are. So when we move in fear, we're, we're guarded. We're, we're trying to protect ourselves. And that's ultimately not moving in love. You will never be able to honestly reach that full potential or reach that purpose that you want, that you've set for yourself and let alone reach who you can become. Like, you know, we all heard the sky is the limit, but honestly, honestly, there is no limit at all. So the more that you grow, the more that you can become, if that makes sense. I'm literally, okay, when I was 10, I wanted to be 16 so bad. I couldn't wait till 16. I just had a love for 16. I went to, I got to 16 and I got to 16 and now I'm like, I can't wait to be 18. You get, I'm at, I'm at 18. I can't wait to be 21. I'm at 21. I can't wait to be 25. Like you, the more you grow, the more you can grow. So that's something I've been learning. Is I hope y'all understand it because I can't understand it for you. But the more, the further you go, the further you have. But you can't go further if you don't even go. If you don't go two steps, you can't go five. But once you get the two steps, now you didn't unlock seven. And when you get the five, you didn't unlock ten. You get what I'm saying? So you have to be able to just keep maneuvering. But if you always are guarded and you hiding yourself from who you truly are, you don't know who you truly are because you're so guarded, because you're so closed down, you will never, ever be able to experience yourself. And I, I feel like ultimately that's what we want to do. We, you create a limit. When you move in fear. So like I said, there is no limit to what we can do. But when you're moving in fear, when you're moving with a guard, you create a limit. You create how far you can go because you're too scared to even move past what it is, what's going on, if that makes sense. And then we settle for like minute things. And when we introduce love and when we introduce God, we're capable to do anything. We're capable. We're willing to do anything because we have that backup. But if you sit there and sit in fear, you're not going to have, you don't have backup. Okay, next. Fear hoards. And when I seen hoards, I thought of gatekeeping and I thought of like possession. 
And I know when we love something, when something is really good for us, we tend to want to hold on to it like it's mine. It's, I don't want to let go. And that can be with a person. That can be with a situation. That can be with an item. That can be with a position in life. We get attached, so attached to it that we don't want to let it go, that we don't want to expose anybody else to it. We want to just hoard it for ourselves and keep it for ourselves. And when you look at it through like a business standpoint, um, say me and you both are like selling lashes or we're both selling clothes. And when you get in the thought in your mind that I don't want everybody selling clothes, I don't want to sell clothes because everybody else selling clothes or whatever. When, you, when you're in that mindset, you're not moving out of love for that specific task or for that specific field. You're moving out of fear because you're too worried about somebody else doing the same thing. However, when you are moving wholeheartedly out of love, it doesn't matter who's doing it. It doesn't matter who else has the same business plan as you because you know that there is only one you. And that comes from love. That comes from self-love. That comes from knowing your worth. And that comes from loving your craft. When you're too busy worried about everybody else, you're thinking they're going to steal your bag. So now that comes in that fear of losing. You get what I'm saying? Instead of the love for it, if it's not motivated and fueled by love and it's fueled by fear, you're always going to maneuver like somebody can take it away from you instead of having the mindset that it's already mine because I started it because I fuel it with love. That the fuel is something that you can't take. It doesn't matter what kind of car you have if you don't have gas in it. It doesn't matter if you have a nice car outside if there's no gas in it. What's fueling the car for it to get on the road? So what is fueling your business? What is fueling your relationship? What is fueling it? So when you understand that and you cherish that, that is how you're going to get things to. That's how you know it's something out of love. And it's not just something out of fear. Well, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be a broke college student, so I'm going to just start a clothing brand. Or I don't want to be a broke college student, so I'm going to sell lashes. Or I don't want to be a, I don't want to be single all my life, so I'm just going to hold on to this relationship because I don't want to let go. I need somebody. But in, in reality, you don't love that person. And you may think you may have convinced yourself that it's love. Which is fear of being alone or is fear of being poor or is fear of not looking like you're doing the best. So understand what is the motive? Where is your heart? Of course, like this having possession and having this stuff, like it feeds your ego, right? But when it's over, you get that feeling of how could you leave me? You were mine or how could God take this away from me? It's literally mine. Or how could you how could I lose this position? I it was it was mine. You think everything is yours. Ultimately, it's God's. But when we think in that mindset of like, how could you take this away from me? How could how could you leave me? How could you how could you fire me? How could you how could this happen? How could this happen? It's like you lose your gratitude, and you don't ever want to be be in a position where you lose your gratitude because that shows and exposes you to the fact that what you were doing was not out of love it was not love motivated at all instead appreciate the journey like it's not always about the destination it's about the journey it's about what you've learned through the journey and I was just talking to one of my supervisors at work about this because she she was applauding me about just my enthusiasm about this new chapter and how I'm not so scared and she was just like I, I admire your like your faith I admire you're like you're not scared and it's like I know I'm gonna mess up it's my first time I'm not just gonna be banking like I'm gonna mess up I don't know everything I don't know everything I can't do that anymore and I've told y'all that before with my control issues I would stress about that but instead just 
I'm excited for this journey. It's going to teach me so much. I don't want to miss sight on that. So you don't don't miss sight on the beauty in that relationship. What kind of experience did you get? Think of the beauty in the experience, the type of happiness you received. What made you the happiest in that relationship? The lessons you've learned about how you deal with yourself, how you deal with others. Think about the new standards you've set. For me, at least, every person I get in a relationship is better than the last. So every person is like building my standard up. And I just can't wait till I'm like, however old, for when it's time for me to get married. And I had that perfect partner. But um, <laughs> perfect for me, at least. But like. You learn new standards and shoot, you might even learn new non-negotiables like, yo, I cannot deal with somebody who feet stink. The second I know your feet stink, I only got to waste my time with you no more. <laughs> but like whatever it was, understand like what was it in that that you cherish so much? Identify it. And it's kind of similar to when someone passes away and you're trying to remember the good times instead of the ultimate passing the death right you don't think about the death when you're grieving you try to think about the good time so when you're grieving a person or you're grieving a job or you're grieving a situation or you're grieving a position think about what it's taught you job new opportunity you have a new network you have new connections you were able to network through your job and you may have even been introduced to a new experience a new interest it may have showed you God's purpose for you and you lost this job because God has showed you what he wants you to do now go apply it somewhere else you get what I'm saying so it's all about your mind trying to keep a positive mind because because whatever it is that you think you're missing or that you think you lost it's inside of you now whatever you've experienced is now a part of you so that love that support that opportunity that knowledge whatever it was is now a part of you and don't ever think that is not in you because you take something, everything we do is a, it's a supernatural effect or it's a, spiritual, it's a spiritual effect on us or it's a mental effect on us or it's a physical, it has a physical effect on us. Whichever effect they had on you that just has you not wanting to let go, realize that you're not even letting go of that. You're putting everything that that person may have helped you bring out of yourself onto that person or onto that opportunity or onto that position when it's really the experience that it was that you're clinging on to, but you don't have to let it go because it's not going anywhere. It's just taking on a new form. So when we realize that ultimately what it is that we're holding on to is love, right? It's the love for that person. It's the love for that opportunity. It's the love for that position. It's the love for that school, whatever it is, it's the love. And what is love y'all? God. So is and God isn't going anywhere. Nobody is taking God away from you. Nobody is taking love away from you. So stop thinking that you're losing. Stop living in that fear that I'm losing because you're never losing. Okay? It's never a loss. It's never a loss. You have to release. Another character trait of fear is something that harms you. And stuff that harms us, we never really see it coming. You may not think you're doing harm, but you're moving in fear, you are harming everybody you encounter or if someone is moving in fear they're harming you and sometimes we get it confused with healing and it's not healing when you're moving in fear you're going to harm everyone you even try to love because you're not understanding because either you're guarded or you're living in a defense mechanism and if we can get into defense mechanisms really quickly, I'm not going to name just all of them. I'm not going to take y'all out of school, but just a few. Um, I have three defense mechanisms I want to just 
exposed to you guys and the first one being denial and I will speak on my personal experience with these as well but denial is basically not accepting the fact of something so that you don't have to deal with the emotions and this also can be called delusion <laughs> this also can definitely be called delusion and I've definitely lived in denial aka delusion for a very long time um and I realized recently that this is something that I do often especially when it comes to relationships I would definitely say moving in denial, you will cause toxicity. You will then develop your toxic relationship because that's the whole process of um, you're not breaking up with me for real. We're literally getting back together. You're just mad right now. I don't want to deal. You broke up with me, but I don't think you're serious. I'm not going to take it serious because I'm not ready to be broken up because I don't want to deal with those emotions that come with a breakup. So I'm going to stick around because I want to stay around. And I don't want to deal with the emotions of a breakup. So that's kind of the mindset I get from denial. And that's something that I've definitely done before. And I didn't realize it at the time, but that is me moving out of fear because I'm being denial. I'm moving in my defense mechanism because I am scared. Right. Because I don't not even because I'm scared, but ultimately, yes, because you're scared. But because I don't I'm triggered. I don't want to feel that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go through that. So I'm literally moving in defense, which means I'm moving out of fear. The next defense mechanism is repression. So repression is unconsciously hidden, painful memories or thoughts in hopes to forget. This doesn't mean that we forgot them, but it's just pushed so far back. And that kind of goes into, remember um, last episode when I was talking about like, just the defense, me- I mean, not the defense, the um, procrastination and figuring out what the root of it is. When you create all of those barriers on top, you build in so many barriers on top. You don't even know what's wrong because you've hidden it for so many years. So that kind of goes back to like I was saying, like someone's cousin passing away when they were five and they never did. They didn't know how to deal with those emotions. So they kept it in them for so many years. And by the time they're 25, they have abandonment issues and it's springing upon on all their relationships now. So all of that emotion, all that um, painful memories, thoughts or whatever, all that stuff that we try so hard to forget, not even try, honestly, it's because it's an unconscious decision, but it, it splurges in all our relationships. That's again, just that inner work is needed to really understand and therapy is needed and prayer is needed because we sometimes we can't figure it out on our own. So it's stuff I did not remember. And when I went to therapy and just the question that was asked at the time or just me just rambling, I spit it out. And it was just like, oh, my goodness. Or the question hit me so hard. Like, what did you do when this happened? And it's like, well, I just did this. And immediately it clicked. This is a pattern for me. I didn't even realize where the pattern came from, but realizing where the pattern came from It's like, it's not a beautiful thing because it's traumatic, but it's just like, okay, it's beautiful because now I can fix it. Like, now I can figure it out. Now I know what's going on with me. Now I know that I can, now I know the root, so now I can tend to it. Now I can cater to that inner child that used to do this, right? And the last defense mechanism I'm going to bring to you guys' attention is the reaction formation. And that is something that I am very, very... Like, I'm a master at this, and it's not good, but it's basically um, you feeling a certain emotion and then doing the opposite. And again, this can be unconscious or conscious. For me, it's definitely unconscious for the most part. It was a situation where I was heartbroken, right? And the person that broke my heart had 
we were at the same event together. And instead of letting them see that I was heartbroken, I tried to be cool. Like, I tried to be nice, but I was being a, a butthole. And I didn't try to, but it was just I'm hiding those feelings of sadness and sorrow and heartbreak. And the only feeling that I have to throw out is aggression. And I didn't realize how obvious it was to others. And that's typically how defense mechanisms work. It's obvious to others, but to you, it's just like, I'm perfectly normal. It's fine. But it's literally not fine. (laughs) It's not fine. Like, when I had to realize, like, I was aggressive. Really? Like, I had no idea. But sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I do. Um, Because when I change my aggression out for happiness, I try to just be like, you don't phase me, you don't phase me, I'm still going to have a good time. And that's still technically moving in that reaction, formation, defense mechanism. So it can be unconscious or conscious. Either way, it's there and it's not healthy. So, yeah. And something else that I've really been like learning is that unaddressed trauma can cause you to treat people out of what you think, if that makes sense. So. Because of your assumptions, and I know I said just three uh, defense mechanisms, but honestly, this is um, projection, if I'm not mistaken. Projection is when you give somebody else the character traits of what you're feeling. Because I'm angry at you or I feel some type of way towards you, I'm going to just assume that you feel the same way towards me. So instead of talking and having a conversation, you move off your assumptions. A lot of times people think they're moving out of love, but they're not. And... um they get harm confused with healing. Love the love that you think you're giving is fear led and therefore is going to harm people. It's going to hurt people. It's going to break people. It's going to break you. So understanding what your motives are and understanding what love is, is very important because like I said, we don't choose like, oh, I'm going to move out of fear. I'm going to do this because I'm scared. Like, no, we think we're moving in love, but we're not because that's not what love is. Love heals and is healed. Like that is something that I feel like a lot of people don't understand. It's like I'm not a hundred percent there, but this is a lesson that I'm learning as well. Love is healed already. Love is healing. Love heals. So when I say that, again, I'm not saying love not is not gonna hurt. And I think that's what people get confused in like the video that I showed you guys. Love isn't always going to feel good. And I I think that's where society has had us, made us a little selfish with love. We think, oh, if it's making you bad or if it's doing this, it's not love. And it's like, you're not going to always be happy. Love is not a feeling. Love is an action. So you have to realize that you're not always going to be happy. You're not going to always be, you're not going to always be right. You're not going to always feel peace all the time. But ultimately, that's, that's the ultimate feeling, though. And when I say love heals, you have to know how to have discernment between what's healing and what's harming. Because is this teaching you or is it gaslighting and manipulating you? Right? Is this growing you or, or, or do you feel stuck? And that's like you have to have discernment between what the characteristic traits show. Right? You have to know if you're showing me love. Are you showing me love or are you showing me fear? Are you holding me tight because you love me or are you holding me tight because you're scared because love doesn't hold tight? Love lets go. Right. And that can even fall into the lines of like parenting, like parents, they hold tight because they love us, but they're also scared for us. It's still love in a way, but it's not healthy. If it helps you grow, I recommend keeping it around no matter what outsiders say. 
Um, just a quick little inside scoop on me. Like I, I was in a situationship and a lot of people was telling me to let it go. They was like, it's not good for you. And just like everybody had a lot of stuff to say, but I truly felt like I was growing. I was growing in God with this person. I was growing in love with this person. I was like, when I tell you this was the shortest relationship or situationship I've ever been in, but the, the maturity of it was so like it, it surpassed time for me. It surpassed any type of maturity or growth I've ever had within one relationship. Because, you know, usually we're used to growing outside of a relationship or growing after, like the aftermath of a relationship is growth. But this was something that I was growing constantly in and I really just cherished that. And that's how I knew that for me it was love. And I don't care what anybody has to say about it. That's how I feel about it because I was growing patience. I was growing faithfulness. I was growing maturity. I was growing to be gentle. I was growing to be soft. I was growing to learn that I'm to not be selfish, to do that, um, stepping outside of myself and understanding other people. Like, But of course, a time to gain and a time to lose. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 6. Um, my pastor talked about this a few weeks ago. And it was like, again, like what I was saying earlier, when something is gone, you always have that this mind is my, my, mind. So he was like, when you lose, when God, when it's time to, to lose, like lose it, God is taking it, don't lose your mind. Yo, I lost my mind. <laughs> and that's when I was acting in the denial. That's when I was acting in the reaction formation defense mechanism. That's when I was acting just a fool, right? And just pure delusion. I feel like that's what that's what started my fear. Once that relationship or situationship ended or and God caught that to end, I literally lost it. And that's when I began to move out of fear and out of instead of out of love. And I realized it slick, but I just didn't have the 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 background information, the knowledge behind it. And I wasn't familiar with the Lord enough to know that it was a time to lose. Like he gave it to me because I needed it at the time. But it's time for that to go now. It's it's time for something new. And just having faith that he will always give you a multiple. He will multiply what it is he took away from you was very important. I was very confused as to why. Like I was definitely very ignorant to the fact of that. And it, it threw me off and it had me like really upset. I was upset with the person. I was upset with myself. I was upset with God. I could be honest. But, you know, lean not on your own understanding. Proverbs 3 verse 6. I'm sorry. I think Proverbs 3 verse 5. But what I can say, what my trigger was, it was the whole too much aspect. Um, because while it was abandonment issues, I feel like the common denominator for me in relationships is always I'm too much at the time. And it's not like, oh, I'm too mean or whatever, or I'm just too much to handle. I'm too high maintenance. It's not even that. It's you're too nice. You're too loving. You're too understanding. You're too sweet. You're too much. And it's like, I'm just always too much for somebody. I may be too high maintenance, but like, it's just, I'm never, I'm never with someone who can handle my too much. So I have to just, I just have faith now that, I'm just one step closer to somebody being able to accept my my overload because I'm a very loving person. I'm a very understanding person. I'm a very knowledgeable person. I'm a very motivational person. I'm a very, like, I can go, the list goes on and on, but if it's too much for somebody, it's too much. And um, ultimately, if it's not right, then it's not right as well. So it's just, again, lean out on your own understanding and just accepting stuff for what it is.
not going to stop it from hurting. It's not going to stop the heartbreak. I cried for days, um, feel sick to my stomach. Honestly, you know, all the stuff you see in the movies is what I was blowing my nose, about to hurl all of the above, honestly. And with that also comes with understanding that, of course, you know, we are made in God's image. And again, God is love. That's who he is. That's what he is. And if we are made in the image of God, love, then we are lovable beings. And I think we kind of lose sight of that sometimes when we go through breakups, for example. But we need to learn to act in our natural nature. And I don't know if y'all are real enough with yourselves, but I know my natural nature is to love. And I feel like that's the natural nature of all human beings is to love because we were made in God's image. But instead, we act in a normal way we have been domesticated to this normal of oh I'm not going out bad I'm not doing that I could never be in that position or whatever we become accustomed to and and now that I see starting tweets and posts it'd be like social media is so it's steering us in such the wrong direction when it comes especially when it comes to relationships it's like everything is fear-led and I see it and it's like it's 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 nothing is pure nothing is authentic nothing is genuine anymore and that is unfortunate, <laughs> honestly. That is something else I've been learning, like with hurt, uh, with the heartbreak, because since we are just on the 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 topic of relationships with heartbreak, you have to allow yourself to heal after. And I think people we got we don't jump into relationships back to back. You have to actually take a step back and let God fix us up. And in the book that I'm reading, it says that. Our mental state is like um it's like our skin, right? It, if we have an open wound on our skin, it's going to be sensitive to touch. It's going to hurt. Is whatever is the cut is open. So when we're heartbroken or we're fear led or we or we're confused or we are, you know, suffering depression, self self doubt, whatever it is, we need to take a step back because any trying to add something on it, trying to suppress, trying to just keep yourself distracted is only going to make that wound worse let God tend to that wound and it is going to hurt because you know, pouring alcohol on a cut is going to hurt but it heals right so understanding that maybe that analogy may help somebody but let God sew you back up let him sew them feelings back up and so he can put you back out on the playing field do not just come on the playing field or go back out on the playing field guarded up with all your suits on and your helmet bulletproof vest on don't don't just go back in the field, guard it up. Take a step back, call a timeout, sit your tail on the bench, and let God prep you up again so he can send you back out in the game. Don't just go out there, guard it up, thinking that you're about to go ahead and, and do this thing the right way because you can't do it the right way when you're guarded up again because when you're guarded up, you are never going to give out the love that you even think you are giving. You're never going to be able to receive the love that you think you deserve because you're guarded Literally, this is you. This is your guard. You're not getting love through it and love is not coming in. So you have to understand that you cannot do anything guarded. Literally heal. <laughs> Literally heal. And that goes like again, that goes to businesses, positions, whatever you want to apply that to that goes to it. Please apply it to where you need to. Love is patient. 
And I know we oftentimes we be like, okay, I had like an instant connection with this person, right? Or I had an instant connection with this position. Like for me, it's mental health, like instant. I knew it was it for me. I knew it was. But you have to be patient with the process. And I think people get that confused. I think I, I completely believe in instant connection, like friendships, especially uh, romantic relationships as well positions as well like I knew this was for me I just I had a passion for it I had a I felt it you know and that's something you could feel you could feel passion but love is patient so with that passion where patience comes in is learning how to be a student right and if you want to apply it to your if you want to apply it to your position or your business learning to be a student of your business for me the podcast I, i've been a student of how to promote how to put out content a student to how to record how should i talk when i do interviews how should i interview what should i be what should i do to be more engaging like i've been a, i'm a student to y'all i'm a student to the podcast when i'm in a relationship i'm a student to my significant other i understand their triggers i understand what they've been through i know how to help them i know how to make them feel good when they're having a bad day i know how to identify a bad day so in case they don't want to tell me they're having a bad day i already know so i can go ahead and do above and beyond and make them at least smile you know so you have to become a student of whatever it is that you love so I think and that takes patience and that is where that is your love, right? Love is a big action verb for all these little things. You have to be patient. Love is not the instant feeling that is passion or connection. Love is your patience. Love is your humility. Love is your healing. You get what I'm saying? And since we're talking about humility, I want to definitely get into how love sends out instead of refrains from. Love is never going to just hold back, right? Love is going to send out. Love is going to love with no expectations, okay? Love is going to send that paragraph. Don't care what you got to say after that. I just want you to know that this is how I feel. What Summer Walker say, uh, <laughs> you don't know what love is. If you don't, if you too scared to blow up their line, like I'm not too scared. I'm, when, I'm, when I'm moving out of fear, I'm too prideful. Love, that's not, that's not love. Pride is not proud. I mean, pride is not proud. Love is not proud. Love is not pride. You are going to want to go above and beyond. Like, I'm not too prideful to be transparent with you guys, right? I'm not too proud to show you guys my human. I'm not trying to be somebody that I'm not because I love what I do. I love helping people. I have a passion for it. So because I have this love for it, I'm going to do it authentically. Right. And that gets into how love shares. Love is transparent. Love is going to let you know everything. Like I said, it's not love is not guarded again. Like it's everything kind of backs up how love is just not guarded. I feel like we are so accustomed to just being guarded. I don't know what the whole thing is about being guarded, but it's not cute. Even in your business, like it, you can tell when somebody is not really in love with their business because they're too busy just trying to promote 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 but where where is your human where is your authenticity like I want to be able to see the passion of your work in your work but you're just I don't see it I can't tell honestly and I can't tell in their relationships either (laughs) also speaking of relationships love tries I'm eating y'all up what love is I know what love is y'all I'm not gonna lie love tries and I tell people this all the time people are not you Again, that comes with stepping outside of yourself. People cannot do what you do, how you do it, when you do it. So when I, I'm going to use me for an example. Like, okay, boom. 
Here's an example. My friend, um, she's not, I'm aggressive or I used to come off as aggressive and my friend isn't as aggressive. And she told me like sometimes how I talk to her, she don't like it because she wasn't raised like that and it comes off a certain way to her. But she knows who I am and she's learned to just understand that this is how I just talk, but it's no harm in. But because I love my friend, I'm going to try to be softer with her. I'm going to at least try. Now, sometimes I slip up because it's my nature, because it's how I was raised. But if you even see like a slither of trying, a slither of effort, they love you in some type of way. That's the easy way to see somebody love you, because if you tell them something and they just go, that's just how I am. That's just what I do. There's no love there. Exit that way. ASAP. <laughs> but yeah, that's something I really thought I should share. That's not what I see in the book, but that's something I've learned through experience. And just to honestly close this out, this is a little lengthy. We confuse a lot for love and we confuse love. Well, we confuse love as an emotion when honestly it's an action. And I know y'all heard this all the time, but this is just me validating and verifying and giving y'all some relatable, you know, dialogue with it. But love is not led by your feelings, right? Love is not led by your feelings at all because some days you're not going to feel. Some days I'm going to feel like I want to slap you in the face, but because I love you, I'm going to sit this one out, right? Because I love you, I'm going to talk to you later, <laughs> Because I know I don't want, like, if I ever get to a point, I tell my friends this all the time. If I ever get to a point where I want to fight, I don't love you anymore. I don't want to be friends with somebody I don't love, right? In them days that you don't feel it, understand that love is not a feeling. Love perseveres. Love perseveres through adversity. And we've gotten so lazy with love. We've gotten so confused with love. And again, this is business and relationships this is persevere if you love that brand that you're starting persevere through adversity persevere through weeks months years with no orders persevere with only a few people promoting your brand persevere with you've been working this job and you still ain't got a raise persevere because you have a love and a passion for it right and because God is giving you that because God is love y'all y'all know I'm gonna round it up with God persevere love that's honestly I think love is perseverance or perseverance is love, whichever one, honestly, ask yourself though, ask yourself before you do anything or before you not do something, is this being motivated by love or fear? And what do I want to do? Like, if you don't care, if you don't love this person, or if you don't love this thing, do what you please. But if you truly do love somebody and before you do anything that could jeopardize it, ask them, are you doing this out of love or are you doing this out of fear? Because that could change the whole trajectory of everything. I don't know if I said that word right, but if I did, I, I'm, I'm cool as heck. <laughs> but that is definitely it for today's episode, y'all. I know it's a little lengthy, but I do thank you guys for listening. You know, I love you all so much. Thank y'all for tuning in today. I will talk to y'all next week. Oh, wait, I won't even talk to y'all next week. I will talk to y'all in a few weeks. I love y'all. Next time y'all see me, it's going to be a new setup. You know that girl got to pop me. Got to pop me. Got to pop. Okay, my bad, y'all. But for real, I love y'all so much. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. 
one more thing. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Right Number Podcast. Please be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter at TRNPod and use the hashtag, hashtag TRNPod whenever you're tuned in. Love y'all. Talk to you later.